Welcome to Jake's Newsletter, the podcast before the podcast. I'm Jake, of course, and I don't got that much, too much for y'all's ears. Pulses and with sales ahead, uh, they had the Woodland Creatures Tour, of course, of course, my horse, but they're doing another smaller tour, uh, a little bit smaller, I think, called the Woodland Creatures Tour. Three Royal Tour or Royal. It's a you know it's a riff on Persona, just like the first one was. And they're gonna be coming to the Midwest. Midwest moment. Woodland Creatures Three Royal um, with Adventurer pulses and with sales ahead. Uh, yeah, they got Adventurer with them for this one, so that's fun. Uh, they've had I Met a Yeti previously, so this uh this fits in the lore. You know, this is lore. So, at uh, July 29th, they're going to be in Belmar, New Jersey, Salty's Beach Bar uh, for Choke Artist Fest. So, sort of just wrapping that into this um, a little bit. And then the next month, they have a an actual, like, a tour sort of thing going on. So, August 25th, they're going to be in Detroit, Michigan at Parts and Labor. August 26th, they're going to be in Chicago, Illinois at Backyard 606. And at August 27th, they're going to be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, maybe? (laughs) I don't know. PA. Funhouse at Mr. Smalls. That's an interesting name for a venue. Uh, But yeah, check that out. There will be the Keeley ad later in the video for Math Rock Summer um, tour. So so yeah, lots of cool tours where you can meet mean puke people. Kevin. Kevin is in Pulses and he's on this episode. Isn't that cool? Isn't that fun? Um so yeah, go meet go meet Mean Puke. Go listen to some badass music. All that good shit. Please rate us five stars. Um we're we're on the precipice of 30 30 five star reviews, which is doesn't sound like a lot, but it's kind of a lot. So I'm very happy about that. Thank you, everyone that's rated already. I know I ask and I never thank, so thank you. Um, and I would like to announce something I've forgotten to talk about in the last two episodes. Uh, me and my girlfriend Claudia have a turtle now, a little turtle named Puppy, red ear slider. She's got little little arms and little legs and swims around. So yeah, Puppy the turtle. Happy to announce. <laughs> But uh, that's pretty much all I've got. Uh, Join our Discord if you want pictures of Puppy the Turtle. And yeah, thanks for listening. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Mutant Puke, a weekly music review podcast. That's us, baby. I'm Ivy, your host. I am joined today by our other hosts. We got motherfucking Kevin. Yo. Oh, also, I forgot to give my pronouns. <laughs> she, her. Uh, Kevin, you, you may give your pronouns now as well. Okay. He, him. Uh, and then we have Jamie. Hello, I'm Jamie. Pronouns they, he. And of course, we got Jake sitting in the background doing the producer <laughs> shit. 
Hello, Jake. Pride Month is over, so pronouns are revoked. Oh, no. Um, he, him. <laughs> All right. Where do I give them back to? Grimace Shake Month, I should call it. The actual important thing that happened last month. Oh, God. Did you guys see this is the, the fucking... <laughs> there was some dude that the basically did like a fucking villain monologue talking about how everybody was trying to make fun of the grimace shake but all that mcdonald's wanted was to get the purple goo in your body and they did it i remember you you specifically sent me that yeah yeah basically like he does this whole fucking villain monologue and then a bunch of like musicians on tiktok started like duetting it uh, like that that's crazy there's that one uh really good bass player i'm forgetting his name but he always plays the fretless bass and he does a lot of like tapping riffs and stuff like that he makes like really weird bass tracks but it was like him and then like two other people playing drums and guitar it was fucking hilarious i'll have to send it to you guys yes please do yeah Yeah. (laughs) they mcdonald's got us to put the purple goo in our body uh i didn't get any other goo in my body for pride month unfortunately maybe next year <laughs> we'll try yeah. again next next June. We always got more Pride Months unless the fascist regime takes over. <laughs> it's over. Uh, it's hey, on its way. I it's mean, not looking good. Yeah. All right, but uh, we'll go. We'll go ahead and finish introing this shit. I got. I got distracted by purple goo. Uh, here's how the show will go. We review singles, then EPs, and then albums. Each review, we will give our personal rating using the Mutant Puke rating system, patent pending. How does the rating system work? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Jake. Uh, We'll give each music release a bronze, silver, or gold medal based on how much we liked it. Uh, Releases that get three or more gold medals from the cast are considered Mutant Puke certified bangers. Well, what if you hate something? Uh, fuck it. Get to participation, <laughs> and, uh, we're gonna take a big old poopy steam and dump on it. <laughs> yeah. And then McDonald's will yeah. put it into a shake. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I will, and then we will too. re-drink it. We'll <laughs> ingest more goo into ourselves. <laughs> oh, Need hamburglers goo ASAP. Need fucking... What's other Ronald <laughs> McDonald mascots? It's um, Grimace, Hamburglar... Ronald the man McDonald. Is there like a bird? I think so. I can't Thanks. tell you like the a, name. Like a Five Nights at Freddy's ass looking bird yeah. character. Mascots. Don't worry, I'm looking it up for you. <laughs> the mascots that don't want you to remember. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, there's like a bird. She's got pigtails. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch of these like fucking noodly ass looking motherfuckers that are just like. <laughs> round balls that are different colors and sizes and they're wearing roller skates what is that supposed to like represent the ball pit or something maybe oh i guess i don't know there's a there's like three girls and you can tell they're girls because they have pigtails and then there's two boys and one of the boys is wearing glasses and the other is just blue and looking off into space and then there's someone who looks like uh Fucking, what is his name? Patchy the Pirate from Spongebob? <laughs> oh my gosh. He, he literally looks just like him. Obviously the Hamburglar, obviously Grimace, and Ronald McDonald. And then there's just a straight up person. Just like a, <laughs> a man. He has a crazy mustache, beard combo, and I think he's holding... What the fuck are those? Are those hash browns? And are they alive? Oh no. <laughs> what is this? Everything's alive. 
Remember when they made the Hamburglar hot briefly? Just turned him I into like a just a handsome man. I think so. That's, just isn't me? that essentially what a Jack Jack in the Box is? <laughs> no, isn't just that a, just like a circle head guy? Yeah, like, but he's just wearing like a he, a suit. He's just a conventionally attractive man with a giant circle head. Yeah. <laughs> and people uh people thirst over him. <laughs> Thirst are, over Jack in the Box. Yeah, and they know it because they make they make uh, very suggestive commercials using him, <laughs> and there are plenty of thirst edits of the Jack in the Box mascot. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a podcast about this. I, I think I don't think there's enough lore. Yeah. <laughs> Thirsting over. I mascots. feel like we're doing the podcast about that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, I like this treasure chest full of hamburgers with eyes. I'm really into that. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. even mention that. Yeah. I don't know what that's all about. I don't yeah. like that they're alive. Yeah. Because the french fries that Ronald McDonald is holding and the shake on his shoulder are also alive. Oh, yeah. Everything's alive. That puts into question what the purple goo actually was. Oh, no. It's his calm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's no question. It's nothing else. I knew that going into it. The hamburger, yeah. the hamburger shake will be pure white because he's a regular man as far as I know. <laughs> or it's like kind of clearish. Depends, I guess, on what he's been eating. It's just a fucking cup full of ketchup. <laughs> okay, gross. <laughs> Finally, the hamburger shake. <laughs> All right, let's get into the music reviews. Yeah. First up, baby, we're talking about Stop, Drop, Rewind, Drown Me in Lake Michigan. Uh, Stop, Drop, Rewind is what happens when emo kids grow up and get jazz degrees. Uh, they also consider themselves nerd rock from Indiana. Um, Weezer. <laughs> Weezer's not from Indiana. Weezer's, Weezer's from Ohio. Nerd rock. Weezer's nerd rock is what I'm saying. Yeah, but they're from Ohio. That's different turf. Of course they're from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is I saw Weezer and I was in the VIP section uh, and it was uh, worth it. Anyways, <laughs> um, Stop, Drop, Rewind, uh, Drown Me in Lake, Michigan. Um, I love Stop, Drop, Rewind. They came out with um, an EP and two singles last year. Uh, that EP was easily... Uh, my favorite release of last year. I believe with this song specifically, because I was talking to Miss about it last night because uh, they also really enjoy Stop, Drop, Rewind. And I think, uh, Jamie, you were there too for yeah, a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah, I think, I think what we kind of came to the uh, conclusion of was that st this song specifically started out as some like bit that they were doing <laughs> on TikTok. And uh, people were like, wait a minute, that kind of fucks. You should make that into a song. <laughs> and so they did. They made it into a song. Good. Oh, <laughs> one like of those. Yeah. Okay. And that's, that's the good. story. Yeah. I think it's fun. I, I think it has like an, uh, you know, a pretty upbeat, catchy chorus. Like I, that's definitely the thing that sticks out to me is the, the drown me in Lake Michigan part. Um, it's not my favorite Stop, Drop, Rewind song, and, you know, it, it probably was not made for me. I am not one of the people looking for the, the pop-punk TikTok. I think uh, what Stop, Drop, Rewind does really well in general is just how tight their band is. Um, they are just incredibly on it with everything they do. It's really, really impressive. Uh, those jazz degrees did not go to waste. <laughs> um, but for this specific song... Um, I'm going to give it a high bronze, but I absolutely adore Stop, Drop, Rewind. Um, I think pretty much everything else in their discography would get like 
a fucking billion golds from me. Uh, this one specifically just wasn't my taste, um, but it's still top quality from them. Very good. Definitely check them out. Uh, they're excellent. Let's hear from Kevin next. Okay. Yeah, I dig their, that band a lot too, Stop Drop Rewind. Um, the EP was pretty good, and I enjoyed it a lot. They have a really good like blend of sounds. I think they accomplish like the more like nerdy stuff well with just like a general catchiness so i think this song drown me in lake michigan is a good example of that i wouldn't say it's their best either um but i guess it wasn't necessarily intended to be like that serious so you know that's okay mm -hmm. but i'm gonna put it in silver because i think like it's a really good time to release this if you're gonna make a joke song like that's pop punky summer's gonna be the time you want to drop it so I don't know. I've been in like a pop punk yeah. mood, so I think it kind of just hit me a little <laughs> bit better, more than normal, which I'm never in a pop punk mood, as most people will tell you. But, you know, they caught me at the right time. You've been listening to Edging by Blink 182. <laughs> I have not. I have not been listening to that song. We don't have to have a review for that song. <laughs> we already do. Yeah, we already did. <laughs> It was a, it's a fan favorite on the podcast. <laughs> it yeah. almost certainly got like bronzes in participation trophy. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way. Needed more Matt Skiba. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's funny you mentioned the uh, the like summer vibes because for some reason. I have only been listening to hardcore for the past two <laughs> weeks. No, that's me too. It's like, it's pop punk and hardcore, like, and then hardcore mixed with pop punk, like strictly. It's so weird. <laughs> weird. The summer is a, is a weird time. Yeah. <laughs> but awesome. Uh, Jamie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have too much else to add besides uh, what y'all have said. Pretty much all the same stuff. Yeah. Really dig that band. But yeah, this song didn't really like hit like hit me too much this definitely doesn't sound like one of my one of my favorites uh from them and though it's it's still like a solid track to listen to i mean the production sounds sounds fine and everyone everyone sounds like they played great on on like the whole track so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a bronze fair enough yeah definitely check out stop drop rewind uh drown me in lake michigan but definitely their whole discography they're very very talented musicians and even though this song was kind of their like pop punky i think they called it midwest emo as well um kind of <laughs> tiktok born uh single for the summer uh if you like some more of that uh nerd rock with some progressive elements um stop drop rewind is definitely the band for you very very good band uh but moving on we'll be talking about carnifex necromantium american deathcore <laughs> band from San Diego, California. Yeah, this band immediately gave me some Dracula's Castle ass vibes. <laughs> it's I I obviously have not been the biggest fan of Deathcore, but they have some crazy ass double bass and blast beat sections in the drums, um, and they have some like that's almost orchestral sounding instrumental in some of the parts. It's just like again reinforces that big fucking castle kind of vibe and. You know, even though it's not for me, I do think it's very well produced. There's some cool stuff in there. Uh, and they kind of have, like, an interesting concept, too. <laughs> I was, like, reading their, uh, like, about section. Mm -hmm. And they said something about having... Uh, yeah, here's right, right here. Decades ago, wealthy intellectuals began installing psychomantium in their homes, <laughs> a secret room completely filled with mirrors, or a single mirror and in complete darkness in order to speak with the dead in other dimensions and gain their knowledge. Ooh. And 
I think they're just like setting the tone for what this album is supposed to be is like the context for that. But I think that's very accurate to what this feels like generally (laughs) speaking. Like it's definitely like bring out your dead, speak to your dead, get the knowledge and, you know, (laughs) scream a little bit about it. Um, It's a it's a bronze for me just because it's not not a genre I love. Uh, But if you like the fucking spooky, heavy vibes uh, and some solid s- screams and almost like this gothic sound to it. You'll fuck with it. Yeah. Um, well, let's hear what Kevin has to think. Yeah, I, I feel like pretty much almost exactly the same. Like, it's like, I've heard of <laughs> Carnifex over the years. And, you know, at least at least I think I'm thinking of the same band. Probably. I don't know. Either way. It's like Deathcore is <laughs> not a huge thing for me. I like it. But, like, I don't really ever seek it out. Um, so, enjoyable listen. Definitely seems like they're doing what they need to do, but I, I don't get a whole lot from it in the end. Good at what they do. The environment and the vibe that it creates is exactly what I think they wanted to make, but I'm going to give it a bronze just because I don't listen to it like that. <laughs> Fair enough. Jamie. Yeah, um, I thought I thought this track was, was pretty decent. Honestly, I'm surprised that Carnifex is still around because I remember like hearing about them like back in like 2010 or whatever like that <laughs> yeah and then <laughs> older band and, sure. and now it being 2023 20, to see like that name pop up on on the list of like songs that we're checking out i was like oh shit i mean that's cool that they're <laughs> still around doing stuff very cool more power to them yeah yeah but the song song is pretty pretty cool nice nice and heavy yeah it definitely has some spooky vibes going on i did i did like the little like uh bass drop placements that were like in the song and also the i was pleasantly surprised to hear a guitar solo like near the oh, end yeah. of the song <laughs> yeah i wasn't expecting a guitar solo like at all uh for this track so it was nice to get like a little a, a little like mini guitar solo there so yeah so for the guitar solo i'm gonna give it a silver nice hell, hell yeah guitar solo baby yeah <laughs> Carnifex, uh, Necromantium, I believe in that same description, they said they were releasing an album as part of this soon? Yeah. Probably. Soon? The yeah. album is going to be this, um, this, the name as the track that they just put out. Oh, yeah. Necromantium? Yeah. Yeah, it says it's going to be their ninth full-length studio God damn. album. So. They got the um, Neon Genesis Evangelion cover going on. Yeah, like the colors. <laughs> yeah, the colors. <laughs> yeah, the colors. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know about the artwork. You see the Neon Genesis Evangelion Nardwar I posted on Twitter. No, <laughs> it's just him in one of his ugly shirts, but it's, it's those colors: lime oh, green and purple. Nice. Oh, god. <laughs> so this is a rare Nardwar right here. I love Nard. Oh my god. Yeah, Nardwar is a Nardwars. goat. He can do no yeah. wrong. It was with a Juice <laughs> World interview too. Oh, nice! Extremely rare yeah, Nardwar. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Collecting Nardwars <laughs> over here. Come to our Discord. We'll trade Nardwars. <laughs> shout out! Shout out Nardwar. <laughs> Does he really need a shout out? Yeah, yeah we need to shout him. him out. He, you know, he's this little YouTuber. It's He's only 7 low-key. million subscribers. <laughs> it was just his birthday, like, the other day, though, too, so. Oh, hell yeah. How old is he? Old. He seems old. He's pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's still got pep in his step, but you can tell there's age to his pep. Yeah. It's like, he also it's was, haunting. um, he also got sick over the pandemic, and it was, like, pretty bad. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, but really? he's, yeah, like, but he recovered, and he's, like, back at it, you know, just as hard, so. 
Yeah, I love Nardwar. Oh, is that why people are being like, where you been, Nardwar? I think so. Was yeah. he gone for a while? He, he was just taking a break, so, yeah. But now he's back. <laughs> he is 55. So back. Damn. It, damn. Wow. God, it's not no, that old. Not you know, it's not that old. <laughs> it's not that old. We'll be there one day, you know. We'll be there, so. <laughs> I thought maybe he would have been in his 40s or something. Jeez. He's got the, he's got the energy. Wikipedia says he had, uh, he had a stroke in 2015, so that was that. That was damn, it. So it was before uh, the pandemic. Damn. Well, glad he's doing okay now. Yeah. It was a little Moving Uzi on. Vert interview was good. Sorry, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Nardwar podcast. <laughs> uh, however, we will be talking about Kent Osborne, Dying Light, multi instrumentalist, rapper, and lyricist located in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he's originally from Atlanta, Georgia, and is heavily inspired by the Atlanta scene. Um, this was actually a me pick this week. Um, I think Ken Osborne is really cool. Um, I've been following him for a while. I think it was back, like, I think 2021, right after he released Clown, uh, which is, like, his biggest song. I liked him because he does this kind of, like, really unique rap style where it's almost like that mix between, like, the new metal, harder stuff, and also just, like, weird instrumentals and like kind of playing characters in his songs he's got some really cool like anthem style songs that just go really hard and are very like you know you know repetitive to get that that motif across um but he's very very talented very cool um this track especially was not something i was expecting from him but i think it's really fucking cool it's got that like ethereal trap new metal instrumental and he's like going for those almost like deftones vocals but still has some of his own unique like rap flows to it. Um, I just think he's an incredibly talented and unique vocalist uh, and this track was really really cool uh, and I like seeing him kind of you know play around with genres you know fuck with some new metal type stuff and you know put his own twist on it. I really like this track a lot. I'm going to give it a gold. Ken Osborne's dope. Kevin. I agree with the, um, the like new metal and like, I guess, interesting rap flow parts for sure. I think it's probably one of the more interesting tracks I've heard this year for sure. I didn't care for the execution that much of it this time around to say, but I do appreciate originality and so it kind of falls in a similar way to carnifex where i'm just like you know i'm glad you did this the way you did it even if i don't fuck with it so yeah yeah it's definitely a bronze for me but i definitely appreciate the fact that it didn't sound like other things i've heard fair enough uh jamie yeah yeah similar similar to kevin i'm, I'm giving this a bronze as well it was yeah it definitely sounded interesting to me but i don't know i just i kind of wish it was a bit more interesting if that makes sense i don't know i just kind of wanted just like a, a little bit more like the instrumental it's like it sounds like he took a deftone song and then like did a, did a remix of it of a song and then <laughs> and then like you know did like his like rap stuff like over it so that that's kind of what it sounded like to me like the whole the whole time i did like the um, like, like the wiggly guitar that comes in like two minutes in. <laughs> so mm -hmm. shout out wiggly guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a certified wiggly guitar track. So I guess, I guess the first mutant puke, wiggly bronze. <laughs> wiggly bronze. <laughs> yeah. Wiggly bronze. Hey, yo, that's kinda, that kind of goes sick. hard there, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> Ken Osborne, Dying Light. If you like wiggly guitar, uh, alt rap, you'll fuck with this. Moving on, uh, we'll be talking about Unity Texas, or is it Unity TX? I think it's Texas. Yeah. Okay. Rock shit. Uh, this is rock music, probably from Texas. <laughs> Jake wants to review this. Great notes. <laughs> now, all their all their Spotify they have like no info anywhere. Their Spotify just says this is rock music. <laughs> all capitalized. Rock has does not have a K, much like it does not have a K in the song name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this feels like to me the other side of new metal revival. Like it's very expressive. Yeah. It's fast. It flows super well and. It almost has like anthem style choruses, like in a way, like the the flows are so like specifically like spaced apart and uh, repeated just enough that it feels like something you could like memorize every single word to and just like fucking scream that shit in a pit, which I think is really cool. Um, even though like some they have like some chuggy guitars typical of like new metal, there are a few like flavor riffs that come in and out that I really fuck with and I really like that background synth on this track. Overall, I think this is really cool. Uh like I said, super expressive um and very fun. This is definitely rock music. <laughs> and yeah, I'm I'm actually gonna give this one a gold as well. Uh this is the, the second new metal style uh track that we've reviewed so far and uh yeah, I'm fucking with the new metal stuff this week. Very, very cool. Nice. Um, Kev? Um, I'm just going to go ahead up front and be like, yep, this is another, this is a gold for me. Um, oh, nice. It's like Unity <laughs> Texas is cool shit. I've listened to them like a little bit here and there. Like, I'm not like heavy on them yet, but I think they're doing really good stuff and they're really fun, like at least presence wise live. And I know uh, their vocalist does um, Emo Night out in Texas, so like we're oh, on that same nice. kinship if you will oh, cool. yeah so yeah. um yeah i don't know but the track itself is i think it's you know like ivy was saying it's the other side of new metal like the limp biscuit side of new metal or like the i don't know like any of these other bands that are just like kind of in it for the rowdiness more than like the introspective side you know yeah. so i like that stuff it's fun i think they're doing a good thing with it on that side of the coin because i'm not to not to uh shade kent or anything i'm kind of tired of deftones like stuff but, like <laughs> yeah. as the only like new metal revival it's like we got a whole lot of other things we could be doing with yeah. the genre but a lot of people want to just do like deftones and it's great because it's it's a cool sound i think it's like, a bit too saturated at this point yeah a little bit but it's that's just me um everybody can do what they want as far as new metal revival goes i'm just glad it's kind of getting its praise and unity tx is one way to do it so that's a gold for me awesome uh jamie yeah i enjoyed this track too very very intense um track like all around to me i i I really liked like what um what they did with like the vocal processing. I thought I thought his voice like sounded like really cool like throughout the whole track. Like very very like interesting. I thought maybe like the chorus was like a bit a bit like too typical sounding of like, you know, like just like a, like a new metal chorus or whatever. Yeah. So like so like it kind of lost me like a little bit on the chorus, but it, uh the song is uh, cool enough that um um it's going to get a silver for me. Nice. I, I thought it was cool. Hell yeah. Cool. Uh, Jake, you want to wrap us up on Unity Texas rock shit? I do. I do. Because much like the the genius Fred Durst, mm -hmm. I like a little bit of rocking 
and a little bit of rapping combined. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan. <laughs> like, yeah. the thing that pisses me off about Limp Bizkit is adding rap and rock together is not a bad idea. It's a fantastic idea. They're, you know, it's fun. Like, when it's done right, like this track, it's just so kinetic, yeah. so full of energy. Like, you can't help but to, you know, fucking headbang with it. And, you know, in Limp Bizkit's worst tracks, it's like nonsense. It sucks. <laughs> it's like <laughs> ass. And, uh, yeah, Unity Texas avoids all these pitfalls and produces a really fantastic track. The only pause I have with it is I would have maybe like an interesting bridge or mm -hmm. something. Something to change it up a little. Yeah. It can get really samey which is one of the genre's problems. Like, uh, Kevin, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, tired of Deftones' new metal revival. I never listened to Deftones. <laughs> I have no... I, I, You know, that's not my new metal. Right. My new metal is fucking Limp Bizkit and Disturbed and shit like that. So I'm really happy to hear this song. I'm very excited for this album they have coming out. Mm -hmm. I think it's called Ferality or something like that. So we're we're definitely going to have to talk about Unity Texas again. It's going to yep. be a gold from me. Yeah. That's a that's a certified mutant puke banger right there, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roll the clip. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very cool track. Uh Unity Texas rock shit. Moving on. This is a podcast. Uh, True. 100% <laughs> podcast. So we're talking about TXT Jonas Brothers, Do It Like That. Uh, Tomorrow X Together, commonly known as TXT, is a South Korean boy band formed by big hit music. Uh, mm. The Jonas Brothers are an American pop rock band. And, uh, you know, before anybody comes at me, uh, <laughs> this song ass. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but, like, first of all, this is just a straight-up rip of Feels by Calvin Harris featuring Pharrell Williams and Katy Perry. Like, the melody, and I think, like, the second verse or something like that is identical. Like, go listen to the song <laughs> and listen to this and tell me it's not. You're fucking lying to yourself. I am they not shocked. Up... <laughs> it sounds so familiar. They like... straight-up rip that shit. I've heard 500 songs that sound like this, and one of them is feels by calvin harris <laughs> like, uh, you're definitely gonna hear this in a fucking target the next time you're there like yep. just overall i totally forgot this was on the list because i was telling jake earlier i listened to all of the music that we reviewed this week like four times last night and uh yeah i straight up just i i didn't even remember this was on there um <laughs> until i went to do my notes and i was like uh, holy shit and yeah now i can't i just can't not hear <laughs> feels like it's, it's just i would just rather listen to feels okay sorry i like pharrell williams more yeah but yeah this is getting a participation for me like generally speaking it's very inoffensive uh but like what the fuck's the point of putting out some big collab track if it's just gonna sound like 500 other songs i just i really don't see the point in doing that other than uh marketing to throw something out there and be like look dxt and jonas brothers did a track together yeah uh, and I don't know. I I kind of find that a little bit lame. They definitely have the resources to do like a really interesting track that highlights the best of both of them. Mm -hmm. And I think this just really fell flat on that. But uh, yeah, moving on, Kevin. I agree entirely. So much to the point that I had it at bronze. <laughs> 
and I'm going to take it down to participation with you. <laughs> so it's just like, when I listened to it, I was just like, I don't hate this at all. Not necessarily, because it's just like, it's an enjoyable tune. And it's apparently one that I've probably heard, because I know I've heard that Calvin Harris song, <laughs> but I couldn't tell you for sure. Like, so I'll have to like revisit that. But either way, I was like, well, this is a song. It's doing a song thing and it's got a beat and i'm i'm vibing i guess but you know like the explanation you gave kind of really cements it even more where it's just like okay k-pop is like nuclear shit right now pun not mm -hmm. intended at all and jonas brothers are crazy and they, they're like back doing their thing again i guess or were they ever going i don't know whatever um and so like a crossover <laughs> between the two is is cool it's really cool it should be cooler than this so the fact that it's not as cool as it is means it sucks. So, you know. <laughs> the math one checks out. One is two, baby. Yeah. <laughs> God, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you, put, if you put a gun to my head and you asked me, like, who collabed with this, with this project, I would, I would be dead because I, I, I didn't even know that this was, like, a collab track until, like, I finally looked at Spotify, like while doing my notes, and I was like, "Oh, fucking Jonas Brothers are on here." Okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> sure. And I appreciate Ivy letting me know that I actually have heard this song. It was just a different <laughs> one, so it's definitely it's it's getting a lot lower than what I originally gave it. Because like it's you know it's 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 good enough. It's harmless. It's a harmless song. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something like you can bop your head to for sure. I think I heard some fucking cowbell in there at one <laughs> point. Uh, but yeah, just it's it's getting participation. Did y'all know this? <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> As a mutant puke shitter, <laughs> Jake, you may continue. But, uh, did y'all know that Jonas Brothers put out an album this year? Yes. Yeah, kind do, of. Do you know what it's so. called? I don't know what no. it's called. It's called the album. Nice. Sucks. Uh, good for that. Sucks. Awful. Boring. <laughs> awful. They have a song called Waffle House. All right, we they'll, can move off of this. They'll never be a fucking big time rush. Big for time real. rush putting out bops and Jonas Brothers doing this. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. You can do that. I liked DNCE better than anything new Jonas Brothers have done. Or was, dance, right? That Yeah, yeah. All right. What was a cake by the we ocean or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that song. And you can leave my toothbrush or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. TXT Jonas Brothers do it like that. Uh <laughs> they do do uh, it yeah. like that. <laughs> do it like that. Um Catch me listening to Feels by Calvin Harris instead. <laughs> Moving on, we be talking about Heaven's Gate, Violent Joy. Uh, all Jake put was probably Australian. <laughs> Is this another band that doesn't really have any... Uh... Yeah, I couldn't find any. All their listeners are from Australia, so... Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Pretty pretty big in Melbourne. Shout out shout out my one friend in Melbourne that <laughs> probably doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh yeah, Heaven's Gate, Violent Joy. I, it kind of sounds like okay, this might be a weird comparison and nobody might agree with me, but it almost sounds like 
Beartooth, but faster. <laughs> like, like if Beartooth was like <laughs> faster. <laughs> hey, look, I really like that first album. Come on now, no, you're, that sounds you're like a TikTok that. to me. It's like, what if we made Beartooth faster? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, it's like a fucking punkier, more fun Beartooth. Like, I, okay, I, you know, like I don't know. The screams are really solid. The production in general is like very tight. I think generally with this track, uh, there's like this synth. Or, like, maybe it's a guitar effect in the last verse before the outro. I really fuck with that. Like, that popped out to me really well. Uh, like, overall with the track, I think even though it's, again, not my cup of tea, um, it does something with the genre that, to me, feels like where other bands have kind of failed in, like, putting that energy into their tracks and finding that balance between doing this, like, genre that's very oversaturated but putting their own, like, energy into it. This feels like they nailed that. And for that, I'm going to give it a silver um, because, you know, mad respect to that, even though it's not something <laughs> I'm, like, super into in general. But, yeah, Word. pretty cool track. Pretty cool stuff. Kev, what do you think? I agree with the general sentiment of things like i feel like it didn't hit me as hard so it's like i'm giving it a silver but like a low one because it was good at what it was doing it's very like kind of in tune with like i guess what's popping right now but i think it does it enough differently that they should be commended for it and if it came on again i would be happy but I don't think I'm going to search it out. If they have a record coming off of this, I'll listen to it. But I'm not, like, going to put it on over something else. I guess that's, like it's, like, very, like, right down the middle for me. <laughs> totally fair. Jamie, how'd you feel about the track? It put me in a sort of silver mood, for sure. Yeah, this I thought this track was was solid. I, I loved the the intensity of it. It just, it just, like, it had the energy just going on, like, the entire song. And it just, it didn't stop until the end. And... For that, for the guy, that I give them mad respect. I'm sure um, that this is how they wanted like this song to sound. And yeah, I I look forward to to more stuff from them. But yeah, I'll just I'll just give it a silver. That's totally fair. Uh, yeah, shout out Australia, Heaven's Gate, Violent <laughs> yeah. Joy. The the the, <laughs> the title Violent Joy reminds me of From Joy. Yeah, right. uh, yep. yeah. <laughs> From Joy uh, should just head to Australia and play a show with them. I think it's destined. Uh, they yeah. got to do it. Need uh, the remix. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we're talking about Glass Tides Ghost post-hardcore ensemble from Adelaide, South Australia. Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Two Australian <okay>. bands. Wow. <laughs> Two I don't know stuff. how that panned out, but... <laughs> it's the Australian podcast now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we gotta treat them better than we've treated Britain. <laughs> British people on suicide watch after one of our fucking episodes. We just oh, fucking no. roast the hell out oh, of them. No. Oh yeah. Like, but it's like less than two percent of our listeners though, so yeah. <laughs> they're uh <laughs> they're uh drinking their tea and romanticizing their melancholic solitude right. after a yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah we're talking about an australian band now uh glass tides ghosts it kind of reminds me of the shit i was listening to when i was going to warp tour as like a middle schooler um like that 2000s <laughs> yeah. alt rock era it's like it's short it's sweet it's pretty catchy the the vocals are solid and they kind of remind me of like the senses fail like the way their vocalist sings uh, specifically, like, the cadences on, on some of the stuff. Um, the instrumental itself is pretty, like, safe and straightforward, but just in general, like, 
I, you know, it's kind of what we were talking about with like the stop, drop, rewind track where it's like, yeah, it's like, it's summer. It's a summer track. I mean, for them, it's winter. So, it, you know, they're probably <laughs> sad, um, but Damn. for us, it's summer. <laughs> uh, but it kind of, I don't know, it gives me that vibe where it's, uh, you know, you can, you can throw it on. You could throw this on at the, at the barbecue and people would listen to it while, you know, drinking some beer, throwing some fucking cornhole bags. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to give it a high bronze. Nice. <laughs> Solid track. Just not super into the genre anymore, but uh, very well done altogether. Wow, Kev. I agree. Again, I do that a lot, it seems. But um, yeah, I think the i guess the genre is very it's it's safe like it there's nothing really that edgy about it to me i guess i'm looking for like edgier stuff but i, I really like pop music and some pop music is really not edgy so i, I don't really know it's just basically <laughs> i guess one thing that i do want to highlight is the song's length is 224 and i hate that like write a longer <laughs> song <laughs> like, I, a couple like, more seconds man i mean like honestly like i don't know i guess it's just the 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 TikTokification of music or whatever, um, <laughs> where like everybody's like, "Yo, the hook." It's everything about the hook. What can I do musically to transition into the hook? Fuck the verse. Fuck the bridge. That hook's gotta be it. <laughs> and this is one of those songs, at least I think. And you know, it works for some songs. And you know, I can't say that I don't like love shorter than two thirty. You know, two minute thirty second songs. But sometimes I'm just like, okay, this feels unfinished in a way where it's just like, you know, you really wrote that chorus and it's a good chorus. It's catchy. And that's the point, I guess. But I don't know. I, I, I like to have like a longer pop song sometimes. And I feel like this one could have used like a little bit more attention elsewhere in like the arrangement. But it's so good. If you like it, you like it. I, I just didn't happen to love it. So bronze. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're saying about the TikTokification of songs, <laughs> but I gotta say that flying a boss uh, song that's going around, that shit slaps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, flying a boss. It's like a they're a duo. It's the one where it's like, hello, Christ. I'm about to sin again. That song? Yeah. Okay. I, I have heard yeah, like a clip know. of that. <laughs> that song fucking rules. Yeah. Those, yeah. those two girls are fucking killing They're it. the ones that run, um, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what it's like. I've seen, I've seen those. And it's like that stuff is, it's cool. Like that's like the whole point. It's very catchy. Like the TikTok talkification of songs is not always bad, but like sometimes it's bad. <laughs> I, no, I hear you. I hear you, Kevin. Yeah. You're saying Congress should ban TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so our songs don't get TikTokified anymore, and we yeah. have a three-minute and twenty-second glass tides ghost song. It all makes sense to me. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, uh, actually, vote, you know, <laughs> vote Republican. I, 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 <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> uh, Jamie. <laughs> don't worry, I'll be I'll be quick with this one. But um, <laughs> uh, the first thing I wrote wrote on on uh, my notes for this one was like literally like two thousands alt rock radio <laughs> like that's just, <laughs> that's just what it sounds like what they're what they were trying to do and i was i was hoping and i was hoping from the intro that this would catch my interest because like it did sound a bit interesting like you know the first couple like chords like going along but then like over time like it's like they just kept losing me and then the chorus came in and i was just like god i've heard this chorus like twenty thousand times already like <laughs> I, I I gotta go, man. Yeah. I gotta go. This gets a participation for me. Wow. Man. I feel it. Yeah. Glass Tides, Ghost. 
Um, if that's your, you know, if that's what, if that's what you fuck with, you will fuck with this. I promise. <laughs> if you, if you like that sound, you will like this. I promise. Uh, moving on to ethereal heaven, haven, heaven, haven. I can't read. Haven, Jesus I guess. Christ. Ethereal haven. Yeah. Uh, death to all those who oppress you. A non-binary music <sighs> producer. Um, they produce house, techno, drum and bass, trance, etc., etc., etc. Um, I also put this one on the playlist this week. Um, had to throw in some angsty breakcore, <laughs> some ang- anxiety-inducing breakcore. It's not my favorite track from Ethereal Haven, but I think they are incredibly talented. So I did want to check this track out. Um, it gives me like the feeling of being in one of those like montages of some like overpowered main character who just killed like a thousand people and is like standing in the aftermath. It just has this like really like insane droning bass and like these high synths that do this like weird unsettling kind of vibe to it and just evoke like a foreboding atmosphere. It's kind of crazy just in general like most breakcore tracks will have basically just a feeling that they go for I feel like since there's not usually many vocals and if they are they're just kind of like a sound to like throw into the mix Uh, but this one really is just super unsettling and I think it matches uh, the vibe of the title of the song you know death to all those who oppress you Um, and I fuck with that I fuck with breakcore I actually generally listen to a lot of instrumental music like this specifically because i will listen to it while i'm working however this was extremely unsettling in the best way uh, (laughs) and gave me so much anxiety gold very 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 good very very solid track 10 billion golds um (laughs) how did you feel about the track this is one where i disagree i guess so um i mean it's, it's not that i like i'm like gonna be a hater about it though um it's it's definitely really cool i can tell like there's like a lot going on to into the production for this kind of a track um, I'm not qualified to talk about like break beats or drum and bass really at all. <laughs> I like the stuff. I like it's when it, when it's mixed in with like other genres and stuff like that. Um, but I I rarely ever listen to it like on its own. I do th- agree with the thing that you kind of said about like this feels like a song that is like a final boss type thing or like a um, I don't know just like a cool like this is where like the dude that's been in your party the whole time flips and he's the villain type shit. <laughs> you know like it, it does feel like that and i do think that if i was listening to this track like while playing a game or like you know while something was happening like story-wise or like thematically it probably hit better than just driving home from work so um i will say that it's a bronze for me but i don't think you should listen to me on that so <laughs> <laughs> i respect the honesty uh (laughs) jamie so yeah i felt like i felt like i might have gotten a panic attack first listening to this song but i was happy to have the panic attack i don't know okay yeah like it gave me a lot of fucking anxiety just listening to it and yeah like literally like what what the both of you already said like it yeah it sounds like something something i would hear in like the middle of like you know a fucking RPG or whatever, when where everything's like, fucking like low point, like super depressing, f- like final final boss like destroyed the world or something, and like yeah. you just you just like subject to just watch everything, you can't do anything about oh, it because yeah. you're not strong enough or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it definitely gave me that that kind of feel. 
and I'm always listening to like video game soundtracks anyway. So like this goes in with like all the kind of shit that like I'm I'm always listening to anyway. So I I really I really liked everything that was going on here. I'm giving this a gold. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. Ethereal Haven, death to all those who oppress you. Uh, very cool. I like their discography as well. If you like the breakcore drum and bass stuff, uh, yeah, this is like very, very shining example in my opinion. Very cool stuff. Uh, moving on to the Holy Ghost Tabernacle Choir, uh, Heartland Attack, mathcore outfit from Savannah, Georgia, named after the practice space they formed in and operate out of. Very, very cool band. We have we have shown a lot of love to the Holy Ghost Tabernacle Choir on the podcast, uh, and I think this week will be no exception, at least from me. I feel like they're one of the few bands that can pull off the straightforward spoken word with like a sludgy bass in the background, mm -hmm. and then just breaking into this like heavy-ass uh, ass Peter song. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is like at its peak. Panicky math core for country girls who will stab you in a cult ritual. Oh. <laughs> this <Okay>. shit rips. <laughs> That's I really an on like the, the box quote. <laughs> yeah. I really like the the guitar tones on Human Blue Screen. Uh that was my standout track of the three. The lyrics on that are really cool too. Like once it gets into the, like my insurance policy is making sure you don't live long enough, you don't pay your debt. Yeah. Um that goes so fucking hard. Uh, very, very solid three-track EP. Uh, I definitely give it a billion golds. Um, the Holy Ghost Tabernacle Choir continues to impress me by putting out interesting mathcore with the kind of, you know, lyrics I would expect from their projects. You know, just the quality is just insane. Kev, how'd you feel about the EP? I fuck with it. I had heard them <laughs> before, like, just heard their name before, but I'd never got around to checking them out like i'd heard everybody fucking with it and i was like oh i need to put this on my list and my list kept shifting and i never got around to it so i'm glad i got to this time it is great i'm i'm definitely a fan math core and like all the ilk around it has been like in and out of my life i feel like within like the last couple of years so i'm not like truly fully connected with it yet and, until i like dive in deeper with the stuff so I think maybe they'll grow on me over time to the point where I can like feel that powerful about it. But it's definitely something that needs to be shown to other people that dig this genre. So it's a strong silver, like the strongest silver you can go. But yeah, definitely power to them. Like, cause this is really cool stuff. Beefy ass silver from Kev. Uh, Jamie. Yeah, I'm, fu I'm fucking with this band quite a bit, too. Like, goddamn, like, these songs were really cool. I I really uh, appreciate, like, what they did with the production. Like, it's sort of, like, more more just sort of, like, a punkier, just, like, I guess, like, almost, like, lower quality, like, kind of production. But I mean that in more just, like, a raw rawness kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, like, I, like, all the tracks, like, sound raw and interesting and cool. So I really like that about the tracks. All of them or like super interesting but like like, uh, like i only got three songs though god damn it <laughs> please <laughs> please give me more songs i just want 
One more, one more at right. least, please. Have you heard their album from last year, Jamie? Yeah, but well, the, uh, we're talking about these songs right now. Okay, I just, I, didn't, I, know, I know, I didn't know if you were a that fan was that, already. That was that. I, I couldn't no. tell if you were a fan already. God damn it! I have the same complaint. on. <laughs> I, I, I am aware about this band, and I've listened to them. But yeah, only three new songs. Why, God, why? All right, still getting a goal. Great job, y'all. Jake, wrap us up. Yeah, Slow Murder from last year was my number six album of the year. Just under that. It was kind of fighting with Callous Dowboys last year, I think, from uh, top five. But still, fucking incredible album. I have Alan Cassette. Um, Nat uh, from the band was actually supposed to join us for this episode, but they're on tour. We agreed it'd be better that uh, they come home and record then so we're we're gonna have them on in the future for sure but shout out nat from holy ghost tabernacle choir they just don't miss it's it's impossible for them to miss i think like the politics for me are perfect the lyrics are fantastic the song compositions are always interesting it's very easy for this genre to become boring i think and they never let it be boring um human blue screen is definitely my favorite song it just like attacks instead Days on the offensive the whole time it's definitely the ass beater of the set but don't get me wrong all the songs are ass beaters in their own ways <laughs> um the spoken word sections are so good i honestly could have heard more honestly like i i would have been fine with another spoken word section outside yeah, those of the sections were really cool that first one the intro song where they're talking about like someone breaking in their house and watching them it made me think of the chat pile grimace smoking weed song so (laughs) i was kind of thinking about that like are they gonna talk about grimace smoking weed (laughs) but this is a gold from me gotta be that's a certified mutant puke banger yes there it is they deserve it yeah Very, very cool. I think in a genre where it's really hard to create math core that doesn't slip into just being hardcore or metalcore is very difficult, and they consistently uh, nail this shit. Very, very good stuff. Moving on to A Foreign Affair, Call Me Yours, a five-piece alternative rock band based out of Sacramento, California, and I think that perfectly describes them. They're very upbeat fun alt rock um i like the way that the vocals are produced in this actually sometimes i don't like uh where the vocals feel a little bit overproduced but these feel like a blend between like that tastefully over tuning the vocals but adding like cool reverb effects and like other kind of filters over top of them and i think it matches the genre super well um and generally that's all i can really ask for when it comes to this genre uh, it just kind of reminds me of being sad in the summer of 2019, and I uh, I fuck with that vibe, and I like it a lot. Uh, this was another one I put on there. I don't actually remember how I found A Foreign Affair, uh, but it was in my release radar, and I was excited to listen to it. I like the electronic accents as well in the songs. I think it helps kind of add some more depth and flavor to an otherwise fairly straightforward instrumental uh, since it is alt rock a lot of like you know power chords and stuff like that but I think that gives it some depth and adds to uh, those like interesting vocals generally speaking like I think I'm gonna give this a gold and honestly 
it's a toss-up this week whether this is my release of the week or the holy ghost tabernacle choir is my release of the week both of these are really really good so i'm just gonna say that it's a tie this week um, but very, very much enjoyed uh, this EP. Kev? I thought it was all right. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, um, I, I was, like, listening to it. I'm like, I hate doing this. But, like, I was like, yo, homie, you sound like Andrew Wells. And then I looked up where they were from. And then I saw Sacramento. And I said, fuck my life. Like, I, not the swan chord jump scare. Yeah, I was just like, I, I can't. I can't do it. It's just like, it's not bad music. And the Aaron Gillespie feature is cool, you know. Shout out to that. But um yeah, I'm I'm not gonna listen to this again, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's it's uh yeah, it's it's good for what it is though. If you like it, you like it. It's like I don't think it's not like in the same league as like some of the other stuff that I'm like just like so overdone with, but um <laughs> it's like it's close enough that it just it doesn't it doesn't work for me. So if you like it, you'll like it. If you like that stuff that I think I'm done with, you'll definitely like it. Yeah, it's a it's a bronze. It, it's it's good. It does what it needs to do. Fair enough. Uh, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this certainly sounds like a band from from California for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, look, the songs the songs they sound interesting. Like everyone's everyone's doing a great job doing what they got to do and stuff. Um, you know, production production is like pretty cool and stuff. Uh, there's just like one thing like about the production. It like it, like on every song like there's just like it just seems like a bit too much polish on the songs it just like everything sounds like it's in like a glass box to me it's that california <laughs> polish yeah it's the, yeah it's the californication yeah <laughs> the california <-cation>. yeah. <laughs> california california there you go <laughs> what would you rate it? I would rate it a bronze in the shape of California. <laughs> <laughs> Rare bronze right there. That's a California bronze. California bronze. that down next to the wiggly, wiggly, <laughs> wiggly bronze. Wiggly bronze, yeah. <laughs> There's so many new types of bronzes this episode. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> They're respectful bronzes. They're so special. <laughs> yeah. They're unique, uh, you know? But yes, that is A Foreign Affair, Call Me Yours. Uh, we'll be talking about Better Lovers, God Made Me an Animal. A uh, supergroup consisting of members from the Dillinger Escape Plan, Greg Pucciato, uh, Every Time I Die, Fit for an Autopsy. We reviewed the single, 30 Under 13, earlier on the podcast. I don't remember what episode that is. Uh, uh, I, no I, can, I didn't write it down. <laughs> um, I feel like for this, it's very hit or miss for me i said earlier i've been on a hardcore kick i've been listening to like a lot of um the armed and um jillian carter the last couple weeks um and so you know i was i was in the zone i was ready to give this um you know a fair shake but yeah i don't know just like i feel like half of it hits for me and the other half kind of loses me um I think 30 Under 13 grew on me um, in general, um, and the title track, God Made Me an Animal, is very fun, but the other two tracks kind of lost me. Um, I really can't say much about Become So Small. I can at least say with uh, Sacrificial Participant that I did like a lot of the instrumental stuff in that, but the vocals kind of remind me of like 
an Avenged Sevenfold song if they were a Treyu, but like drunk and playing at a VFW. <laughs> oh my god! Again with the VFWs. Oh man! I, it's not my fault, y'all motherfuckers don't know what a VFW is. Yeah, Are you even American? Joke. Do you even care about our veterans of foreign wars? American. Despicable. I thought you were a lesbian. Uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. But yeah, I think they're like extremely talented group of musicians. But again, with these super groups, I feel like they're playing it fairly safe. Like you could listen to any of their their um own projects and kind of hear the same thing from each of the members. It just kind of felt like they took all the stuff that they always do and then they just put it together in one big group. That's kind of the same issue I have with uh, LS Dunes, though, because I'm not <laughs> as familiar with these bands with this, you know, hardcore genre. Um, it's a little bit lost on me, some of those other than it just kind of sounds samey. With that being said, I give it a high bronze. There's definitely a lot of high points that I do fuck with, but in general, not really for me. Kev. Word. So we're just like oppositing i guess these like <laughs> this, um which is cool which is this cool is it's, not, it's not like not a hater thing to say that um but i really fuck with this this is my release of the week mm. for sure like so i guess like i just wanted to i guess give the context because like on the last part you just said about like the supergroup thing because i do understand exactly where you're coming from with that this one for me at least is better because every time i die is dead and dillinger is dead so at least for like that, like LS Dunes, <laughs> they're still doing the thing. Like all the other, like they, all their other bands yeah, are back. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, why? <laughs> like, you're just doing it just to do it. This one is like out of like necessity where like Keith fucked them over. And now every time I die, I was like, I'm not done. So we're just going to keep going. And I guess they found Greg <laughs> from Dillinger to do it. And I'm like, that's, I was going to be, I was pretty sad about every time I die dying. <laughs> And I was like, who's going to really like back that up? And then they brought him in. I'm like, well, fuck, they, they did it. That's, that's, that's the guy. Like if you're, yeah. you're going to bring somebody in, it's, that's the motherfucker you want in. So that's the fucking dude. That's totally. Yeah. Right. So I guess it's like with that context, it just like feels a little different than like the LS Dune super group, like problems. But that's just me though. And you can feel how you want to feel. That's not to say that you shouldn't feel no, that way. That's totally fair. Um, yeah. That's that. I think that context is important. Yeah. So with that in mind, I fucking love Sacrificial Participant, like that first song so much. Like <laughs> that shit, I put that on. It was like midnight or like midnight 30. I was in my room, like folding clothes. And I just like stopped because I was just like, yo, this this is my shit. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> damn, made you stop folding laundry. Yeah. God damn. That's the real shit. That's how you know it's hardcore. I'm super, yeah. super moshy in my room. Anyway, um, yeah. I don't know. It just like, it had like the, the mix of like old school, like core shit. Like like how you were talking about like, sounds like a Venom Sevenfold doing a Treyu and a VFW. I kind of like that shit sometimes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, sometimes that shit really works for me. And so, like, I, I don't know. It's just, like, the using singing as an emotion that contrasts the clean. Like, it's clean. So okay, I'm sidebar. 
cleans and and uncleans fuck you guys it's totally fine to say totally fine to say i'm so sick of motherfuckers bitching about that because no one ever wait what yeah people like clean singing and like unclean singing yeah Yeah, what are you supposed to say you're supposed to just say singing and screaming that's what a lot of twitter twitter motherfuckers think no one has ever no one has ever talked about cleans without the context of unclean or screaming like scream singing so like that's yeah. the whole point. It's to describe the texture of the vocal. Right. So people are stupid. <laughs> so I'm going to say it here. Cleans, their cleans on this one in juxtaposition to the screams are great because I like how like screaming is like a visceral bullshitty kind of thing. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't, you know, like there's ways to do it. But, you know, as we've seen through motherfuckers like Austin Carlisle and like other folks like him, <laughs> you can scream and be successful, even though that shit is killing your vocals. So, you <laughs> yeah. know, you can really do what you want. And then I think the cleans contrast that, or at least like old clean singing, like Poison the Well did mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where it's just like, you're not really hitting those Thursday, you know, like they always made fun of <laughs> yeah, Jeff from Thursday, yeah. you know, it's like, you're just kind of just doing it for the emotion. And I just, I, I felt mm-hmm. it for that. So that's really all I have to say. The rest of the EP is pretty fucking good too. But that one song <laughs> just like cleared it for me. It, it's a, it's a gold. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, I can't even... I can't even deny that. Yeah, respect. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I won't be able to give a great... Uh, great <laughs> I won't be able to do what Kevin just did. That's okay. This, was, this one was a fucking banger, for sure. Like I, When I first put this on, I was like, shit, I need to listen to this five more times immediately, because... Every, I fucking love like everything like about this right now. Yeah, like when the single came out, like I was I was pretty hyped to like get to get to hear like these dudes like play together. And honestly, I'm just su- so surprised that like uh, Greg's vocals still sound like so strong. Yeah. Like after like all these years, I don't I don't know like what that guy's doing, but keep doing what you're doing, Greg. You sound great. You sound <laughs> great and. <laughs> Yeah, there's just like so much like attitude in the vocals and it just like makes everything like sound sound so intense. And then the yeah, the last probably the last track, which is the title track, that's probably like my favorite uh, track out of this like ent- entire EP. And by the way, four songs, four songs <laughs> and I fucking love it. Right. Think yeah. about this yeah. band's, all right? This is this is getting such a huge gold for me. <laughs> this is getting the US gold. The US gold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all fifty, all fifty America. golds put together. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm the odd one out because I know that if <laughs> Keely was here this week, she would also give it a gold. Uh, but Jake's gonna wrap us up on this one. Greg Pucciato, my beloved. Okay. Greg, Greg, Greg Pucciato is the main character for real. Like this guy's lyrics and his fucking vocal performance. Are, Look, Casey, the forgotten one, Casey, he's <laughs> he, he's been singing Greg Pucciato's praises to me for years, and I, I've honestly never given Dillinger a fair shake. I'm going to have to go back and listen to some Dillinger, because this, this man converted me with four special little songs. <laughs> on a uh, on a special little EP called God Made Me an Animal. And four songs for me is like perfect for this type of music. Like I don't really need like a 40 minute like 10 song album for this stuff. Not to say they shouldn't be made obviously, but for me personally like four songs this is perfect. This is like a shot of 
adrenaline or something um <laughs> sacrificial participant um participant is that a mean puke reference oh uh, <laughs> oh <God>. this <laughs> may be uh my ep of the year so far it's like so incredibly visceral and the instrumentals kind of feel uh classic like they're not doing anything goofy with the production it feels very straightforward not raw, but a little raw, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a little pink. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a gold for me. You gotta be. That certifies better lovers. God made me an animal as a mutant puke banger. Let's go. I feel like if uh, Casey the Forgotten One was here, Keely was here, and Jackson was here, they would also all give this. A gold. I I, yeah. I just can't lie. It, <laughs> it deserves lie. it, even it's if it's okay. not for me. It's okay. It, it deserves it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very cool. We're now talking about Hazing Over Tunnel Vision, uh, Metalcore from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, it looks like Matt Burridge actually added this one to the yeah, playlist. So yeah. yeah, thank you, Matt. Um, yeah. Uh, f- even for an EP, this is like very short and sweet. It, it goes by quick. Their songs, like I think they they don't have a song that even reaches three minutes. Um, so it's like it starts, it starts fucking hitting hard, uh, and quick, and it just keeps fucking going. Um, like I, <laughs> I know I compared um the Better Lovers to Atreyu you <laughs> as well, but. This reminds me of some of that earlier Atreyu stuff, like the more like straightforward hardcore punk kind of style um, with like way more screams. Uh, But this just has, in my opinion, like a way better production. The vocals are way more solid, but it still gives me that energy. And I used to love Atreyu, so that is 110% a compliment. Um, Very in line with that hardcore punk vibe. Uh, straight up punch your grandma on the face music, um, and it would probably fucking rip live. Uh, in general, for me, it gets a little bit repetitive, but because it is so short, I don't think that's a huge issue. We just re- we just reviewed a lot of hardcore this week, so um, it, it started to kind of blend together for me. But still a very, very cool EP, um, and I think this is really fun for the genre. I think they're doing... I, I like that energy and that pacing on this. Um, I'm going to give it a silver. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, Kev. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Um, we got to play, I think this is why Matt added it. We got to play with Hazing Over and the Calistow Boys, um, on their tour when they stopped in Virginia. So that was, you know, the first time I had ever listened to them. They played a couple songs from this, I believe, uh, live. So I got to experience like the full, like force that this EP brings in a way. They were also very like it. It's fitting. Like their live performance fits the vibe. Like they don't talk much. They just kind of go and like play <laughs> the music. And I was just like, yeah, I fuck with that. It's it's cool. Sometimes you don't gotta say shit. Less word, do more or whatever. So in in the spirit of that, I'll just say yeah, silver. This is really good stuff. I really liked uh, Tunnel Vision and the the clean vocals. Ha on disavowed a lot so um yeah good shit guys hope to see you soon if you're listening to this awesome jamie yeah this shit is was real heavy and i'm i'm here for it for sure i can i can totally see people breaking all kinds of shit to this you know like 
TV <laughs> right out the window, <laughs> third floor, let's fucking go, like, right now. Um, I really liked, like, how, like, the low end sounded, like, throughout, like, the entire, the entire EP. Just, like, just, like, the bass frequencies were, like, really satisfying to, like, hear, like, throughout the whole, like, the whole EP. And probably, probably, like, my favorite track, at least one that was, like, a particular highlight for me. I really liked the song, like, was it Gushing Wound? Mm. Like, that song, like, that song hit me, like, particularly hard. And, yeah, like, I'm definitely gonna be checking this release out again. Like, it's getting gold for me. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hazing Over, Tunnel Vision. Uh, very cool. If you like that faster, kind of... Uh, metalcore punkier vibes you'll really fuck with this and with that we're moving on to circuit circuit body songs glitch punk from the middle of tennessee i want to start off by saying and i think this has been pointed out by a bunch of us at least between discords and twitter uh the album art for this is really fucking cool <laughs> yeah i really like the album art yeah they yeah. I, I think i think jake said it like perfectly matches the vibe of this ep yeah. very cool i th i like the variation in the vocals um it almost feels like frantic um but very like well thought out composition for those i think that's really refreshing especially for this genre i think the guitar riffs go pretty fucking crazy uh there was definitely some parts that was like ooh, ooh, yeah fuck oh fuck it up um <laughs> and this is another band i think would just absolutely rip live this is some this is some uh hardcore punk shit i could stroke my shit to um, i'm gonna give it a gold nice. uh, this is cool <laughs> yeah. nice uh kev I, I do fuck with Circuit Circuit. I remember I, like, I forget how I had, like, first heard them um, with their last EP, I think. Just, like, randomly found them. And I fucked with that. It's, like, I feel like this is, like, deconstructed mathcore. Like, which is, like, a good thing. It's just, like, just take it down to the bare, like, strip it to the parts and, like, just, like, reconfigure it. But, like not the same way I, I don't know what i'm really saying here i'm just kind of saying things i don't know it's cool <laughs> it's cool i feel like that that's that's the most fitting thing for like this kind of music it's just like do whatever the fuck you want say whatever you want and just go hard <laughs> really so strong super strong silver um it's a little like disjointed for me in the way that like i don't latch onto it like without having a whole lot of time behind it so maybe it'll grow on me. I'll definitely come back to it for sure. Um, definitely recommend it for other folks too. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Silver, strong silver. Hell yeah, Jamie. Yeah, I'm uh, after listening to this um, release. I'm I'm really interested in seeing them live and seeing what they can do with um uh, with these tunes like in a live context. Because yeah, like this was this is some pretty ins insane sounding stuff. Like super frantic pretty chaotic and there was a lot of like dissonant parts too which which i really liked quite a bit the vocals were pretty interesting especially like the screams when you have like regular screams but then you almost have like these like goblin sounding screams yeah. too <laughs> like the screeches or whatever super like, gnarly was, yeah super gnarly yeah like if you're not ready for it like it just kind of hits you it's like whoa whoa this is where we're going okay <laughs> better strap in so but yeah this is this is some wild wild stuff but in the best way possible this is getting a great a great gold for me nice a great gold from jamie 
Um, <laughs> it's in the shape of a great ball. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, You're just infringing uh, copyright with that one. Oh god. We're getting a no, but it's, see, it's from it's spelled B O L L. There you go. Oh, ball. Great ball. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Jake, you want to review this one, right? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, like we were saying, the album cover, fantastic. The two eyeballs with like the lines all around. It's just weird to look at. Like it, it maybe hurts. it's just because I'm like high <laughs> yeah. or sometimes, but it just like looks like it's moving. It's weird. Uh, I think I bought the CD for that. I could be wrong, but yeah, it very cool, very erratic sound. Um, yeah, this is crazy people music. <laughs> um, just like like it feel it puts you in the mind of an insane person. It feels like and. You know, the song titles are perfect. I dreamed the world awake. Deleted skin, blood in my eye, like good stuff. I love the name Circuit Circuit as well and body songs. Yeah, all these songs just just feel so full and realized and like it's just a good ass fucking album. I don't even I did not write notes for this one. But, <laughs> um, so that's why my my thoughts are a little disjointed. Um, but it's a fucking banger if you like it's kind of cyber grindy kind of if you're into cyber grind circuit circuit probably fits your taste as well check them out like you're this is gonna be one people are talking about at the end of the year for sure circuit circuit body songs i'm gonna give it a gold yeah and that certifies it as a mutant puke banger like what the fourth this episode God, yeah. it's been a few yeah <laughs> There's a, a lot of bangers. Now that this ad has aggressively gotten your attention, it's me, Keely. Not the same Keely you're listening to on the episode right now, but a Keely that recorded this separately at another time. As if you haven't heard it enough from us, it's Math Rock Summer, baby. We're all about Math Rock this summer, which means it's on its way, and it's it's coming. It's coming to fucking... It's coming to do some damage. Uh, my band, Space Corolla, along with our dear friends, Elders, will be hitting the road this summer uh, for a couple's select dates. First up, we've got July 26th in Charlotte, North Carolina. Then we've got July 27th in Washington, D.C. July 28th in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. July 29th in Lake Como, New Jersey for Choke Artist Fest. We're playing with fucking pulses. We got With Sales Ahead. We have uh, Adventure. We have In Angles playing older EPs. It's going to be a fucking ball. And then we wrap it all up in Queens, New York, the home of Spider-Man. Peter Parker up in that shit. Who knows? Maybe he'll show up and take a picture with a pizza. That shit's going to rule. Please come and join and celebrate with us the glory that is Math Rock Summer. We hope to see you at a gig, and now on to whatever Jake's going to cut me into. Bye! Oh, good lord. God damn. All right, we're talking about group love. I want it all right now. American alternative rock band that was formed in 2009. I'm going to be real with y'all. I listened to this record four times, all the way through. Mm. Top to bottom, four times. Mm -hmm. I don't remember a single song. Okay. I had to go back and (laughs) kind of make my notes by, like, skimming through them again. Um, It kind of gives me the vibes, I'm not going to lie, of that weird coffee shop that's, like, full of, like, alt kids who live off their parents' money. And the other half is, like, moms who ordered the Blue Lives (laughs) Matter coffee, um, which is ironic 
uh, because they describe themselves as resistance pop. Um, but I feel like the only thing they're resisting is the urge to write a unique track. Uh, it's very safe, <laughs> even for a pop record. Bruh. Um, I've, I've listened to Cage the Elephant many, many times. I think I would rather just listen to Melophobia uh, than listen to this record. album. I, I don't know, dog. Like, I, I just, I tried. I really did. I, I don't think it's, like, offensive. I just think it's very, very boring. And, you know, I don't want to throw shade to Group Love, even though they are a gigantic band with, you know, millions and millions <laughs> of followers. So it doesn't really matter Don't what be I high. think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure they're very talented musicians, very competent at what they do. Just this one didn't hit for me. I feel like when it comes to, like, these popular records, I like to see some stuff that's maybe a little less safe. Because, you know, when you have an audience this big and you're making popular music, you can make it, you know, very listenable while still doing some things that feel like fun and, and new um, because you have, you know, that kind of reach. I, I feel like that's what, um, what I was kind of hoping with, like, the TXT and Jonas Brothers track. You know, like, you have yeah. this outreach, you have these huge audiences... Like, do something, you know, interesting, something fun. Uh, but it felt like they played it very safe, and it's just not for me. I'm giving it a participation. Uh, Kev. Yeah, I'm going to double down on that participation, because I <laughs> barely participated. I'll tell you that. I didn't fucking finish this. Like, I, I skimmed after track five. Like, I literally could not do this. Like... It just is not. Yeah. No, I do like that song. Uh, what is it? Take me to your best friend's house. What the fuck is that song called? Tongue tied. Take me to your best yeah. friend's house. That song yeah. kind of slaps. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. But this song or these songs don't sound anything different. I just want to go listen to that one instead. Like I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah. Like do something else. Make different music, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> Participation. <laughs> double down on the participation uh jamie <laughs> are we about to triple down i mean you know like i mean i'm not gonna say anything and no one has said already but you know like yeah just like everything everything just sounds like i've i've heard it before like most of the album like they have like just like this like keys or like like effecty uh, like atmospheric kind of vibe or whatever but it's on like every single song and like it's kind of i kind of feel like if you take that away there's not really much left to go with with the with like the rest of the songs like it kind of like does won't hold up if like uh, that shit isn't there i mean it's, it sounds decent enough but it's just like come on it's like on every track like what the fuck calm down okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sure i'm sure the shit bangs live whatever i mean i'm I think one of the songs, Eyes, I wouldn't be surprised if I heard that on the radio because, like, it just sounds like something that would play on the radio nowadays or whatever. I mean, there were, there were like, some, like, cool things I heard. Like, I liked the bass in, like, one track. I forgot because I, I don't I don't remember any of the any of the names right now. It's just completely <laughs> lost on me. It was just... This is, a, this is a slog to listen to. Well, you don't There's remember like, the song Cheese? 
<laughs> no, not, not at all. There's a song called Cheese. Of course, there's here. a song called Cheese. This is upper middle class white people shit. Like, of course, y'all love Wait, is cheese. There, is there a song called Cream on here? Right. Yes, there is. There should be a song called Charcuterie and and fucking wine Some fucking prosciutto and uh like fucking uh Apricot live laugh jelly. love or some shit like that. This is definitely colonizer music. Oh, they got yeah. a song called Wall. Yeah. The closing track's called Wall. Nah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What wall are you talking about? Where were you at on January 6th? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm, I'm finishing this off with a participation. Goddamn. Respect. Uh, <laughs> Jake, you have some thoughts on this one. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I added this because we didn't have any albums in the playlist, and um, I like their song Shark Attack. Very similar to Kevin's uh, Take Me to Your Best Friend. That song, like, yeah. you know, I just a random song I like by them. I love bands that have, like, the male vocalist and the female vocalist. Yeah. Uh, by the way... Uh, I've been fucking addicted to Just Friends' first album, Hella, by the, yeah. uh, since we reviewed that single. Fucking <laughs> love that song. Stupid and Fever, yep. I've just been listening to on repeat. But um, this this is, yeah, forgettable. <laughs> Very forgettable, unfortunately. I like the song Climb a lot. I think that, without a doubt, had the best like chorus, and like it just caught my attention. It's the second to last song, so that's kind of a bad time to catch my attention. Yeah, shout um, out Miley at the, Cyrus. At the end of the, <laughs> the climb. Um, <laughs> uh, this, the song titles, I'm glad y'all brought it up because I forgot about this. They're all like one word. So I was like making sentences like Billy trying all cheese. <laughs> Hello, Malachi. <laughs> Climb wall or something like, he, like uh, just a fun game you can try out with this album if you don't want to listen to it. Bronze. <laughs> I can't give it a participation. I I do like some of the stuff, but it's just so forgettable. It's like write something interesting. <laughs> I am yeah. sorry. Like yeah. just write something better. I I you Couldn't they have all the makings of something interesting, but they're not producing anything to me anyway. Um but yeah, bronze. Sometimes uh, I get so mad because like <laughs> these bands have all this money and these like access to studios and whatever producer they yeah. fucking want, they and then they make that. <laughs> and I'm over here just like, damn, I gotta do it myself, or like Kale's gotta do it, and then like, you know, so I'm like come on, Thanos moment. <laughs> yeah, for real, it's myself. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> resistance pop. Everybody, group love. I'm I want resisting it all right now. <laughs> I want to resist resisting something to listen to that. Yeah, I think you did. I th you didn't finish it. Yeah, for real. So I guess they're right. That's a real pop resistance. A resistance participate. Yeah, this is a certified mutant puke shitter. Um, two, there are, there two are three. in one episode. Yeah, it's uh, it's a week, everybody. 
No, for every for, for every banger, there is a shitter. Uh, it's just the the law of equivalent exchange. Uh, but we're gonna go ahead and move on to the final album of the episode. Uh, Mrs. Green Apple Antenna is a three-piece Japanese rock band from Tokyo that made its major debut in 2015 with EMI Records. I threw this one on here. Uh, I like Mrs. Green Apple. They got some bangers. All of their song titles are in Japanese, but I guarantee that you've probably heard uh, some of their top tracks. Like, this is a very, very prolific um, group in Japan. Um, with that being said, this new album popped up. We needed albums. Uh, so Jigs was like, fuck it, throw it on. Yeah. It's very upbeat, very fun uh, J-pop album. I, I gotta say, the, the instrumentals and the vocals are just very top tier like it, you know for this band like their production is always really really good their like their sound just in general is very dialed in and they're just incredible like incredible vocalist i think one of the songs on here again i can't remember the name of it i think they actually and this may be wrong so mutant puke fact um <laughs> i think they actually wrote um one of the songs that's in film red that uh, Otto sang for, you know, Uda's character. Yeah. Um, either that I was or it's wondering a cover. about that, yeah. Yeah, either that or it's a cover, but I think what happened, what they did for that movie is they had a lot of these, uh, like, J-pop bands create songs for the film for Otto, because I know there's another uh, really, really good artist who made probably my favorite song from that movie. Uh, it's like the really chaotic, almost like clown core type shit, uh, <laughs> but, you know, from a pop angle. Uh, and that producer is also incredibly talented. But I love that song. I love that soundtrack. So it was cool to hear that on this, like, full record as well. Overall, really enjoyed it. I think it's a fun listen through. Um, and I want to clarify, you know, because I wasn't here last episode to clarify it. Uh, I also don't speak Japanese, so uh, yeah, I, glad yeah. glad you could clarify. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted everybody to know. Uh, Jake just assumes that everybody's gonna know that we don't speak Japanese. Uh, I think that's a little bit disrespectful. Uh, but to who? <laughs> uh, Japanese people, you insensitive fuck. Uh, this is going to get a high silver from me. Uh, however, if I was just reviewing that one song that they wrote for Film Red. Uh, it would be a gold <laughs> because I love that song. <laughs> nice. Uh, Kev. So this one, when you added it, I was like, oh shit, I have a song that I've liked by them already. So I was like, that's cool. <laughs> I actually know who this is. Um, but I don't really know that much about them at all because that song came out in 2015 and I've had it liked for like maybe two years. Damn. And I've never really like, I didn't feel like going that <laughs> deep into their sound or anything like that. So um, this was like a new listen, I guess, or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, it's really cool. The The first song that I had liked by them, I had liked because it was like, kind of like, I guess, intricate pop music. And that's really cool. I think Japan really excels at that. Japan excels at a lot of things musically. Um, but <laughs> yeah. um, that's one of them for sure. Like it reminded, I think maybe I found this when I was listening to, what's that band? Polka Dot Stingray a lot. And yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah they're yeah. super sick. And so I think I'd probably let, you know, like Spotify share some other bands similar. And that's how I got into them. But um, yeah, it reminds me of that kind of stuff where it's just like, this is so intricately like written but it's also like written for max like popularity in a way kind of like you know the way that 
most of them handle uh like j-pop or k-pop in the east where it's just like this orchestrated thing this like well-run machine and but somehow Mm -hmm. like the good ones get that machine work and like still humanize it so i think this is one of those that does that well it's really cool really quirky really different i feel like every track track to track is just like some new zany but still kind of contained like (laughs) thing and it's it's cool so it's like i really need to like dive into it a little bit more um since this i i didn't get to it until like last night so it's like i didn't really do a whole lot with it but i liked it a lot and we'll probably go back to it on a nice summer day on a drive or something (laughs) like that so let's go with the silver I, i i like i like it it's really cool definitely listen to it if you you know might like poppy guitar stuff yeah it's uh, it's interesting that you were talking about like the you know like this well-oiled machine and like them being you know excelling uh at making interesting pop music because i was i was talking to my partner poppy about it because i think i think probably most of the songs i've heard it by mrs green apple and actually like knew it was by them Poppy had, you know, shown me the song because, um, little known fact about my partner, they're excellent at making playlists. Nice. So I think the only songs I have saved by this artist are from one of those playlists. But specifically, I was talking to them about how Japan can add like so many complicated, uh, like musical ideas to a pop song and it still sound like a pop song, mm-hmm. but be really like interesting. And I also think it's cool. Uh, that their concerts with these huge artists are really intricate as well. Like, I mean, they got the fucking Hatsune Miku yeah. holograms. Otto has been, um, like, because they're a faceless uh, vocalist, so they mm-hmm. don't they don't want people to know their identity. So they perform in this, like, big glass box with, like, a, <laughs> like shading over it so that you okay. can only see their silhouette from, like, the backlighting. And then they have this like huge fucking band around them and they like do all the dances and stuff. And I think that stuff's really cool. So yeah, yeah, I I just wanted to add to that, that yeah, I think that's really special. That's a good take. Nice. Jamie, you want to wrap us up? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, this, this album was like so much fun to listen to. And yeah, like I, I just love like, just like Jap like this album, but also like Japanese music in general that like, just like how unafraid they are to just kind of add like like anything that they want to add like into a song like be it like a guitar or like you know some like a string section or something or even like a harpsichord which there was literally harpsichord in like one song and it was so sick like i mean like it's just yeah it's just just like all like the blending of sounds and stuff is just was was done really well um and then that's pretty hard thing to do but i guess i guess not for japanese artists i guess they just find it more natural just like put all that shit together and like make it make it work yeah that's that's all i got like this this surprised me like i i love this 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 is a gold for me nice hell yeah very nice uh yeah that's uh that's all the music we have for this week wow Um, it was quite a bit of music yeah a little did a little podcasting listen to some songs and uh (laughs) you know it was really about the power of friendship and the friends we made along the way uh, with that being said, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. I want to thank everybody so much for listening. Um, thanks to Matt Burridge for our theme song and Kyle Culp for our artwork. Uh, please consider following us and rating us five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps us get out to more people 
it's really, really good for our podcast. And if you like it, then hopefully others will like it too, and they'll be able to find us. Uh, please join our Discord and hang out with us. Uh, link is in the show notes. Um, we have a lot of fun there. A lot of Ronald McDonald. Um, Ronald McDonald's back, everybody. He's yeah. not banned anymore. Yeah. Uh, but use him tastefully, or I'm going to shame you. Yeah. Or just, so. you know, join the Discord, <laughs> advertise your music. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't say anything else. Yeah. yeah. No, We're a billboard Discord, you know? <laughs> just a billboard. Yeah. With that being said, uh, we'll go ahead and everybody can plug their shit. Kev, you want to go ahead first? Okay. Um, you can follow me on all these apps because I guess Threads is a thing now. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. At uh, well, actually, <laughs> that one's actually different. Oh no, wait, no Threads. I made it the same. Instagram is weird. Antiquation. Just yeah. look for it. You'll find me. It, it's yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I play in a band called Pulses. Um, you can find us at Pulses BA on everything. We just dropped some Barbie merch um, to go along yeah. with <laughs> the up and coming movie um we're on the soundtrack no we're not um anyway yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you can pick know, that up if you want <laughs> fucking funny if you just made a song and then acted like you were yo on it. i literally <laughs> just saw that i like earlier today really? yeah like it was just like one of those like you know like how a popular tweet goes off and then people just reply with their music and shit yeah, yeah. yeah. so they, they had they had their new song that had the barbie art but they changed like the letters on it <laughs> And it still uh -huh. said new like whatever the song title was from the movie Barbie. And like 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 all the songs oh are doing. And I'm like, you can't do that. They're gonna get Bruh. you for this. <laughs> like, you are totally false advertising. I feel like Barbie got enough money to take you down. So oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. said desist is on your <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, you gotta make sure you you uh you pick up your pulses merch for the Barbenheimer double feature. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we thought about doing uh, Oppenheimer too, but I was like, I don't feel like designing all that that quick. So. <laughs> what would you? What would that even be like? Like I was thinking, the bird either, in front of a bomb. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I was like. I didn't want to be like violent, like with like the imagery. Yeah. I feel like it was like a little insensitive, but I was also thinking like maybe like some noir type shit with like some like black and white to contrast yeah. but I, I was like now nah, i ain't trying to go that like this is already going too far <laughs> so, yeah. so let's just cut it off at some point and just go with the barbie because it's easier <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome uh jamie go ahead and plug your shit yeah um you can find me on twitter um under uh devout shoulders instagram it's a little different i tried to change it to devout shoulders but every time i change it it just like He's like, no, just going back to your other username. Fuck oh, off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I guess this is this is my life now. So if you want to find me on Instagram, um, it's it's on uh, at Sklaxis, S K L A X I S. I just it's it's not a real word. I just made it up. Mm, that I sounds know. real. I fuck sounds with it. like real world. I like You're fake words like that. <laughs> Yeah, and then I also made a thread too, and it's linked to it, so it's I think it's under yeah, Skloxis as well. I'm I, I don't Yeah. And yeah, I play bass in with sales ahead and, and New Witch's Tongue, so that's that's the shit I got going on. Excellent. Uh Jake, anything to shout out before I plug my shit and wrap it up? Uh, me and puke Twitter, me and puke threads, I guess. 
uh, it's all me and Puke on all the social media, except Facebook. We don't have one of those. Um, so follow, I guess, if you want updates on the show or just funny memes sometime. Ah, uh, funny meme. Yippee. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Meme time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, I am Ivy. You can find me on Twitter before it dies at New Witches <laughs> Ivy uh, or my band, uh, New Witches Tongue. Uh, where I singy the songies, um, which I think so is true. NWT underscore band on Twitter. Um, and it might be the same thing on Instagram. I don't know. I don't keep up with the Instagram. That shit sucks. <laughs> I think um, on Instagram, it's just new, which is tongue, like no spaces. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I am in that band with, uh, Jamie and Keely who's not here this week. Uh, so definitely, you know, if you fuck with post hardcore, check us out. Um, but yeah, with that being said, I think that's, I think that's the show, everybody. We yeah. did it. Uh, another <laughs> we week it. down. We made it. Yeah. Uh, once again, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Remember that cocoa butter is the key. I agree.